Then let's forget what we should have done earlier and continue with what we should do now. Yeah, I just was listening to uh, Bare Naked Ladies. I don't know. I get the, the mood every once in a while to just go back and listen to bad music that I still enjoy. Um, and I was, of course, listening to One Week, it's been- which I know, like, probably a good two-thirds of the lyrics, too. I still can't say them all quite so fast. But it switched over to uh, the old apartment video, and in between there's this Amazon commercial, because <clears throat> Amazon has to sell Alexa shit so that they can spy on us. And it's kind of funny, but Michael B. Michael B. Jordan is in it, and basically is they're like, "What? Imagine a more perfect vessel to carry Alexa in." And they have this stupid little sphere that sits on your table and looks like it's a fucking Death Star waiting to blow up your house and tear up your marriage. But it's actually Michael B. Jordan because uh, he's gonna. She'll be like Alexa, take off your shirt, and that's what it's gonna. That was the the whole of the epi- the 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 whole of the ad advertisement yeah that sounds no i mean yeah why not start personifying the equipment that spies on us i feel like there's something wrong well there i know there's something wrong with most people because they they like i i have two animals i love both of my animals they're good animals um but i don't give them human characteristics i'm not pretending that you know, Allie's a smart dog, but she's not a human. You know, not that I'd like her or dislike her any... Well, I do like her a lot more than most humans. But <laughs> not that her her dogness makes her less lovable to me. But to say that she isn't human and I shouldn't ascribe human emotion or human uh, human sentiments to her. Like, she has love in her for what a dog makes, right? Yeah, but, but I feel like people do that with fucking everything now. Is they, what's the what's the anthropomorphize? They anthro- anthropomorphize fucking everything. Anthropomorphizing is a uh, physical imagery. That's like uh, oh yeah, for, yeah. that's like for you no, know, you're thinking of personify. Personify is give human traits uh, so- sociologically. Gotcha. All right. Well, in any case, they they personify both animals oftentimes, but even more so recently. Uh, like fucking Alexa and shit like, you know, their their phones or whatever. They give them human characteristics in order to, I don't know, make it seem less creepy oh, that they're right. so attached to it. I don't know. also applies to characteristics. That's me being a, a mansplainer, sorry. No, pedantic, whatever, it's all right. But no, yeah, it, it's uh, it's. I mean, it's an effective ad campaign because a lot of people get suckered in by that kind of like, oh look, it's people. I watched it more than fucking uh, a, a normal YouTube ad, right? Like, they, I mean, yeah, you didn't hit the skip button. As soon I you fucking, could. I am not their their customer base. So, so yeah, if you if you're the kind of guy who if 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 they can get you to not hit the skip button immediately, then that's a win for them. Yep, they got me, <laughs> bastards. It's not Jeff Bezos anymore, though. It's the AWS guy. Oh yeah, because definitely your money, your money has is not going to Bezos ass all, at all. Don't worry, nope, nope, nope. Bezos is out of the company, so He's his union busting ways are a thing of the past. Yeah, Amazon's about now to we turn have new over union busting ways. <laughs> we have the guy who's been making over sixty percent of Amazon's uh, and sixty percent of Amazon's revenue in the 
scariest and most terrifying like way the amazon web services the guy who's taking over as ceo used to be just in charge of amazon web web services uh that shit's terrifying because they basically that's where all of their monopoly not all of their monopoly but the majority of the most important part of their monopoly is right mm-hmm. that's where they kind of get to control whether or not you get to have a store online or whether or not you get to have a you know have a presence at all online because i think even places like facebook i'll need to fact check that but i'm pretty sure even huge companies huge uh dot com places have to go to aws to get their shit i mean yeah that seems legit to me again i I would i wouldn't know without a perfect fact check but i would expect that that's the truth but yeah you want to get this episode kicked off and if so do you want to bring us in this time yeah sure hey i'm kyle and i'm phil and we are the unsociableists and so today we're going to be talking a little bit uh i know that news moves fast but uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the GameStop stock situation and just that as kind of a, a viewing, a porthole into what we think about kind of the security system as it exists in, in America right now. Yeah, um, this whole concept of the stock market is given a lot of weight in strongly capitalist countries like ourselves in the UK. And it's this idea that if uh, stocks are doing well, then the economy is great. And if stocks are doing poorly, we all lose our jobs. And uh, a lot of people are like, oh, well, we should definitely put a lot of faith in what the stocks say. But I'd say that your average – like, if you took a sample of 100 Americans, more than 50 wouldn't know more about stocks than the numbers go up and down. Oh, man, I don't think I would make it into the 50 that knew anything about it. I only know more because I had, did research – to make these bullet points. <laughs> well, Do you think you I knew what NAS, the difference between NASDAQ, Dow, and S&P was before uh, to no. before I had heard the, na- the words before, that's for sure. Yeah, and there were these three words, and they totally mean things. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, and in that, in that vein, I guess we should probably open up, because Kyle and I just admitted we had no fucking clue. We don't expect you to. So we're going to open our episode with kind of just a brief overview of what the hell these stocks mean, what they are, and... Uh, what they do in our uh, in our country's uh, quote unquote economic system to prop it up. Yeah, so like you know, I'm not a wealthy guy. I don't live with my life in the fucking stock market. I don't have an IRA even. I don't have. I mean, I don't know anybody my age actually. No, I know a few psychopaths that have IRAs that are 25. Oh Jesus Christ! I turn 27 next month. All right. Well, in any case, describe, despite my uh, confronting my mortality, myself and people in my age group rarely have any kind of faith in retiring at all. And so the the one way that I might have uh, interacted with the stock market is just gone, right? I don't have an IRA. I don't have assets moving around that are supposed to provide for me at the end in lieu of a pension fund. See, and I actually did own stocks for a while because uh, when I worked for Shop and Save before Shop and Save stopped being a company and a different company that I work for that I'm not going to name is currently the company I work for. But when Shop and Save was actually a company, instead of uh, retirement funds, they like, hey, your retirement fund is going to be stock in our company and we're going to just give you some stock. Here you go. 
Um, aren't you grateful? You own part of Shop and Save. And then the company went belly up. So all the uh, any of the um, 401k that I had built up in my eight years with Shop and Save suddenly vanished into thin air. It's fucking Meanwhile, the actual people who owned Shop and Save walked away with a couple hundred million. Oh, yeah. They'll do all right. They'll cash out because yeah. – you know, those, I don't actually know what happens necessarily when a, a company is liquefied, what happens to their stock. I do know that people, you know, like you, who in, in lieu of having a pension, in lieu of having any kind of matching into even a, a diversified IRA, who, you know, you get company stock, like that shit just disappears. I mean – don't get me wrong. If somehow Shop and Save had survived and thrived over the 40-something years, then I might have actually been able to kind of retire at some point. Yeah, I have maybe. long since given up that dream, but, you know. Who retires anymore? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and speaking of which, you said 27. As someone who's uh, broaching 33 here in a short bit, uh, I've kind of just – eventually you just kind of get used to the mortality thing, and you're <laughs> like, oh, sweet. The sweet release of death is getting closer and closer. Closer and closer to my sweet, warm grave. <laughs> ah, cozy coffin. I, mean, I don't want a coffin because those are super ego-unfriendly. I want one of those uh, wrap me up in cloth and put me in a hole in the ground burials. Like really? Uh, so I don't know how much I want to tell anybody, but like we've had death, death in the family recently, and it's made me think like – what am I going to do whenever shit ends? You know, obviously I'm not going to have uh, stocks or assets for people to disperse and then use that maybe to put me away in some mausoleum. But I was thinking, you ever heard of the Zoroastrian way of putting people to death? Or not putting people to death, but putting uh, people to rest? No, I haven't. So what they do, it, Zoroastrianism, it's like, a really old monotheistic religion, still somewhat um, practiced in the area of Iran or Iran. I, I can't figure out how the Farsi, uh, how it sounds. Yeah, just, but, uh, just speak your American appropriation yeah, version gonna, like we all do. You're going to have to deal with my <laughs> shitty English. That's what it is. But uh, Iran, basically there's still this like dualist, monotheistic uh, religion. And when they when people die – they have this uh, – I think it arose out of trying to keep cities and populated places clean. But uh, what they would do is take people out of the city, and they had these huge towers in the desert where they would arrange their dead in like a circle inside of the tower um, and seal it up. And then it's completely open-topped, so birds would just come and eat them, eat the bodies. And I'm like huh. – can I force my next of kin to do that? Because I would love that. That shit sounds awesome. <laughs> Take me out into the woods, build a little tower, leave me there, let the birds eat me. See, and I don't. I still think the resources to build a tower is just too much. Give me the worms and uh, the tower is. Literally, a I mean, bit, it's literally yeah. called a natural burial, and it's where you it's you get wrapped in all organic materials and literally just dropped in a hole in the ground. No, no box, no no craftsmanship whatsoever. Just. <laughs> You in an organic wrap, and that's more just for modesty because, you know, your relatives don't want to see a, a just random corpse, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I I also really don't like the idea of being, for 
not fermented. What's the? I don't want formaldehyde. I don't want all the chemicals pushed into oh, my body. Not, yeah. I just want to fucking like let my guy let my body fucking decay on its own. It's doing all right. Yep. Oh yeah. No, don't. I'm don't fucking keep me looking good for electrons extra three weeks are, for the sake of a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> the the electricity bouncing around in my brain is done. So just like leave leave it. Leave it alone. Anyways, we'll probably get more My into bad. it. We'll, no, no, it's a <laughs> the, problem. We'll, the get cost more of into, death. we'll get more into the death and loss and all that, especially, I think, in a... We'll be doing another episode in our Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, I think, probably next month. But for this month, as we said, stock market. And um, we're both going to die without any kind of relief because stocks are stupid. Right. Um, Even the few things that they say that stocks would provide, things like people's retirement funds... Like that's just a way of tying like what with what they did with you uh at Shop and Save. It's it's like buying company scrip. It's like by buying that, by by being given that, the company is essentially pumping its own numbers. It's it's making it seem so much more uh fungible than or I suppose uh sol- not solvent. I don't know all these fucking financial words. They're they're yeah, making themselves it it seem like it, it makes it wealthier look like it's uh, doing better than it is. Yeah, but but obviously it wasn't doing fucking great because it had to get bought out. Yeah, I mean that, that's just it. Like if if all of the shop and save employees had received you know a raise, if we'd all received a thousand dollars and had been hired at this other place at some kind of raised rate, that would be you know they negotiated that for us. That'd be great. But no, we we didn't get a dime of that. And instead, the people who used to own Shop and Save walked away looking peachy keen. Well, we all didn't technically lose our jobs, but just kind of sort of only half did. Yeah, you transferred over to a new place that's going to pay you less, and anything that you had felt like you were building towards just disappears. Yeah. So, like, it it, it it's so much a... It's so much like a, a double fake there where you, you're telling people who have regular-ass jobs that they can have a share of companies, that they can have some kind of purchasing power or some kind of uh, say in how companies move. You know, I was listening to people talk about the GameStop shit, and I also found out that uh, an investment firm, uh, an investment firm BlackRock, which is just generally pretty evil. They're one of the biggest uh, owners of Aramco, which is the Saudi national oil uh, industry. Um, BlackRock was big into the GameStop thing and kind of helped pump those numbers because they wanted to, you know, I mean, it was easy money for them because they get to, you know, they're a big player. They're a big player. They can actually buy up stock and make it so that they get to make the decisions at the company. Not regular people who it's a bunch of rich people pooling their riches in certain aspects to make sure that they can literally shape the market. That's Mm -hmm. what that's what your standard investing company is. (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's organized class interest. It's just that there are so few so few uh, capitalists that it's pretty easy for them to talk up to their friends and organize an effective resistance to uh, any kind of populist or. I, I, yeah, you know, people will say populist, any kind of little people doing anything. It doesn't even matter if it's necessarily at the uh, kind of behest of a mass movement. It's just like any any people working against the interest of capital or against the interest of some capitalist, you know, they're going to be able to rally behind and fight against. 
but then your standard person watching the news is just going to see three different numbers and like, oh, look, this one went down, the other two went up. Uh, I don't know. I guess the stock market's doing okay. And they have no idea what these numbers mean. They just assume, like, oh, if they all went up, everything's good. But um, the only reason there's three different numbers is for the sake of confusion, because quite frankly, the three different co- core measures of the stock market, the NASDAQ, the Dow, and, and S&P, they uh, – they don't re- really represent anything about how well the country is doing. They just are three different measures to show uh, specifically corporate growth um, with no actual context for for the for the uh, TV watching layman. So, um, and we should probably real quick focus in on what those are, just you know, to do our due diligence, even though they're all really meaningless, because. Um, uh, so first off, the NASDAQ is uh, literally just an added value of all the corporations uh, with with tradable stock, all their worth added together. Is that number bigger or smaller than it was yesterday? Just a flat number. It's not – is it like – that's kind of similar to how GDP works, right? It's like gross domestic product. Mm-hmm. It's where you've just kind of collected all of the um, – worth i guess of trades and shit because the gdp also takes from stock so who knows how much that actually obviously gdp doesn't oh the gdp also calculates individual wealth so that's totally uh, uh, totally different even yes. though 90 something percent of individual wealth is wrapped up in corporate interest yeah so <laughs> equally meaningful to these kinds of measures but then, uh, just to make things extra confusing, we have the Dow, and people are like, "Oh, Dow Jones. Well, that's uh, that, that, that's uh, the Nasdaq went gone down, but the Dow Jones went up. This is good, right? Dow Jones is literally a value of um, the cost of a bunch of indiv- of all individual companies' stocks. So it's not about how much the companies are currently worth, but how much each share on its own is worth. So if a company is failing, but its individual stocks cost went up, then that would uh cause the nasdaq to go down while the dow jones goes up right and that that actually is vaguely relevant right now because dow jones is the one being heavily manipulated by this whole gamestop thing but we'll get to that later yeah the dow jones also it's made up of companies like dow chemical correct like that's kind of where the it's it's expanded since then but it's like that's kind of where it starts is uh, a company that purposefully poisons cities across the country and the world well that's the funny thing all three of these measures are to some extent privately owned concepts uh by companies that can help bring more evil into the world in their own unique ways <laughs> in addition to also being measures that for some reason huge swaths of the country use to determine how well our economy is doing <laughs> well the people who have interest in it get to decide who you know sees the interest about this right yeah that's uh that's all that matters is that we can is that we can pretend that we uh, really know what's going on and have a solid sense of control. Definitely got a lot of self-serving uh, design to it. And in that vein, uh, the S and P, so it literally stands for Standards and Poor, <laughs> and it's because of uh, I, uh, those those. It's not because of the poor is in the actual poor people. Uh, actually, I, understand I, I should have researched this for the episode. What, what where did those words come from? But it is funny because poor is in there. Sorry, let me do some quick Googling and pretend that I knew what I was doing before. S&P Global Ratings. Okay, so it is, yeah, that's what I figured. It was a guy named Poor who, yeah, <laughs> designed this. 
Well, where's Mr. Standard? Can I find Mr. Standard? Okay, so, yeah, the origin is not the poor. With the publication of Henry Varnum Poor. <laughs> See, Luther Lee Blake made the Standard Statistics Bureau, which is this, uh, which was this uh, idealized point of uh, all statistical information back in 1906. And he combined forces with Henry William Poor, um, who made a guidebook about railroads back in the day. And, uh, yeah, the original pump and dump. Somehow it turned into one of the three major measurements for how we determine wealth in this country. It's the different, the big difference between it and the Dow is that while Dow measures the value of the value of the stocks, how much each stock is worth, the S and P measures how many stocks a company has to go give out at a time. So, again. The if uh, the Dow is down but the S and P is up, it means that oh man, the individual stocks aren't worth as much. But there's more stocks floating around out there. At the end of the day, all three of them are very meaningless in terms of the average person's uh, comprehension of what we call an economy. They exist to I, honestly, I think they exist specifically to keep people from actually interacting with this stuff because it's it's made to be confusing, right? They might mean something to somebody on Wall Street, but I think for the general people, like what it means to me is that in in March of 2020, when the Dow starts ticking down because of, you know, looming uh, coronavirus pandemic in America, it means that I lose my fucking job Uh, other than the immediate uh, loss of my job and, you know, panic that everything was thrown into didn't mean anything to me for the people up top they constantly point to this as like a recovery mechanism i remember you know i i went to school throughout the obama years and that's what they fucking focused on is this kind of top top level driven recovery and they would always talk about how oh the GDP's risen back up, the Dow Jones back up, everything's doing so much better now. Oh, and that's the funny thing. Obama tried to sell us the second version of trickle down economics. Right. He like, was... oh, it's it's tr- trickle down's alive and well, folks. But here we we made it we made it more complicated, which means it's healthier for the common person somehow. He just put a nice face on the same policies that Clinton or same economic policies that Clinton and bush and bush senior and reagan all pursued it was all Mm -hmm. the same shit and honestly the same shit that trump pursued the only difference is that the pr around obama was significantly better and you know maybe he's not quite so vulgar well and that's that was the joy of trump he was he acted like such a massive horse's ass that the our country could willfully ignore the fiscal practices that were being maintained just fine under him and act like he was some kind of supervillain so that when Joe Biden comes in and does essentially the same fiscal practices but doesn't uh, say racial slurs, <laughs> suddenly our country is healed. Well, he doesn't say racial slurs to, to the camera. To he the isn't camera. recorded necessarily. <laughs> or if he is recorded, they're not releasing those recordings. Yeah, well, and... Uh, He's uh got yeah he has a he has a better PR team and he keeps his mouth shut slightly more often again probably because of his better PR team yeah that and also maybe because he just his body is failing but well on that, yeah I mean I do think that they will honestly I th- this isn't necessarily the focus of this episode but I think they'll keep Biden's body propped up with all kinds of medicine for the next eight years he will be a two termer 
Oh, he's and, definitely uh, he'll be completely pointless the whole yeah. time. He, the the idea that people are like, oh, he's gonna step down and Kamala's gonna be president like that. Firstly, like that would be any better. But... Oh no, Kamala would lose a primary like nobody's business. God, she did lose a primary. She lost a primary before anybody fucking voted. <laughs> Anyways, um, but stock, yeah. There's though basically at its core, what stock is is. One more way for the for rich people to sell this idea of an American dream to the common person while not actually offering them any opportunity to get ahead. We now return to Capital F. Good news, everyone. The stock market is up by five points. Do you feel silly for saying our economy is collapsing, Robbie? Not at all. How does the Dow Jones have any effect on the proletariat? Starvation and houselessness are at all-time high. <laughs> oh, Robbie, stop being such a downer. If the number didn't reflect how well the economy was doing, they wouldn't be using it. Don't you get it? That's exactly why they use it. The ruling class knows that if a metric that shows how much better they're doing than us is the only one we have, most people will bend over backwards to work against their own interests. Hey now, no need to get so aggressive, young man. Why, I don't know why you always want to make things so complicated. All we need to worry about is that red is bad and green is good. What are you talking about, Dad? Red is way more fashionable than green. <laughs> Good morning, Anna. Your father wasn't talking about clothes. He was talking about the stock market. And ignoring common sense. The Nasdaq only applies to the rich. Robbie, you really like hating America. Once my enlistment goes through, I'll be able to have you arrested as a terrorist. Now, Anna, I forbid you from arresting your brother. <laughs> He's just confused about how important the stock market is to our country's well-being. Tons of countries with happier citizens than us don't give a damn about stocks. Heck, its main purpose is to keep power in the hands of the wealthy. S&P might as well stand for suppression and patriarchy. Robbie, now that sass towards our proud capitalist institutions is unacceptable. You're grounded, mister. Until you learn to love this country instead of acting like a communist Nazi. <laughs> that... That doesn't even make sense. Historically, the Nazi party had massively more profitable firms connected to the stock trade than any unaffiliated firms during the rise of the Third Reich. The Nazis were the opposite of communists. Oh, well, in that case, maybe you could learn a thing or two from them about what it means to be an American. Whoa, Dad, I know Robbie is being a buttface, but maybe you should reconsider siding with Nazis. We want to be the good kind of capitalist. <laughs> I don't need your support, Anna. Just because your ideal involves all poor people being oppressed equally doesn't make you one of the good guys. Now, kids, stop fighting. Robbie, go to your room before we have our own little crash in this house. <laughs> oh, jeez. Our family sure is like the stock market. We have our ups and downs. <laughs> Now that we have a general idea of the purpose that stocks serves in our country and what all these different pointless measures mean, um, let's address the uh, elephant in the room regarding 
uh, stock news recently, and that is what shorting the whole idea of shorting stock. The this uh, concept that a company uh, or that a uh, firm can make money by gambling with the house's money, basically. Yeah. The the closest thing that I had come to understanding what shorting was is whenever that movie The Big Short came out, and it was like, oh, so these guys, so these guys basically bet on all of us losing our fucking livelihoods, and they knew that millions of people were going to become homeless, and instead of talking to people and maybe warning people about these things, they just fucking made money off of it. So that's all I really knew about shorting. Well, what was beautiful is that I mean that that movie didn't really cover. It's not only were they betting on us losing our jobs; they the actions they took in initiating this short directly contributed to uh, how uh, unstable certain economic uh, areas would be by initiating the short and not just betting uh, in favor of it outside of the uh, outside of our economic system they actually created a bubble that allowed for the short that allowed for the collapse to happen specifically so they could make a little more money i i don't want to be one of those people that like shits all over wall street bets because they use the r word anything that the people on wall street bets are doing is nothing near what the people on wall street actual are doing oh yeah well and our wall street bets they're still i mean they're still not good people but i'm but Anyone who's causing a billionaire to lose money is a better person than the billionaire. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, just on a materialist sense, like whether or not I'm personally annoyed by them and don't like that they lionize the dude from the big short, yeah, it doesn't mean that they aren't materially doing significantly less damage than most of the people that are on Wall Street and gambling mm-hmm. away people's retirement. But yeah, uh, so I guess, like you just said, you had a very cinematic understanding at best. So let's uh, delve into what shorting actually is at its core. Basically, uh, it starts out with some really, really rich company or individual or... Uh, hedge fund? Hedge fund, yes, thank you. Looking at a company and saying, you know what, I think that this company's on the way out, on its way out the door. I think that, uh, let's be real, this this market isn't is no longer set to thrive in our current country, and I can kind of push, I can kind of nudge that in the right direction by borrowing a bunch of their excess stock in advance, saying, "Look, I'm good for it. You know, I've got the money." Hmm. So that's what that that's step one. That's just like cool. They don't need to tell them that they're shorting their stock. Oh, these companies are just like, oh, it's a, some rich guy is uh, definitely, he's already agreed to pay back the current value of the stocks he's renting them at, you know, so <laughs> if he, you know, if the stock is at a certain level when he rents them, he says, oh, I'll definitely pay you back at that level. Don't worry about it. Um, just let me have the stock for a little bit right now. And uh, then, yeah, don't worry. When I uh, give it back, I'll make sure that it's, I give, or when I give <laughs> him back the money for it, I'll make sure that it's at the value that I rented it at. It's all good. Seems on the up and up. Yeah. And then they take this stock that they rented, duty free off the off the top. Walk up to a bunch of uh, lesser firms or uh, generally bad investors or whatever, and just say, "Hey, I'm pawning this off on you for a minute. Don't worry, uh, it's it's a good investment. It's, it's stock. You want stock? They sell this stock that they're certain will fail, and then they wait for a little bit. After waiting for a bit, the stock tanks as they expect it to because they they, they intention for one they 
added to the gap, but they knew that gap in the market would already exist. And once that stock starts tanking, then those rich people go up to the guys they sold the stock to and say, let me buy it back from you. I can't give you everything that I sold it to you for naturally because it's not worth as much anymore, but I'll buy it. I'm doing you a favor. Let me buy it back from you. They buy it back and then they go back to the company and say, here's those stocks we had before. Thank you for letting us borrow them. And they get to pocket that difference. Huh. It's not just the the short seller and the company involved. They also have to find essentially there being like a second broker. Almost a middleman in some ways, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's all that fucking this is, is middlemen cutting their slice off the top. Yeah, and then they get to walk away with a healthy profit of the difference. Now, it's a very common practice. Shorting stock has been used for, I mean, basically since uh, stock existed. And uh, it's... It's one of the great ways that rich people manage to take the absurd amounts of wealth they have and turn it into more wealth. Because you can't, you can't short a stock if you don't have the credit to do it in the first place, you know? Right. You can't do that as a normal person. Of course not. Following all of this, even though the, it seems like this is such a, a blatant like window into how, how undemocratic wealth is, I, I went into work on Wednesday – and I was in a meeting, and they started talking about how the AWS guy took over for Bezos. And they were making fun of the people who, you know, lost 60 grand holding money on GameStop. But whenever we were talking about how Bezos or whatever is going to go do his fucking moon project, they're like, it's the billionaires that are going to save us. And I'm like, there's so much contempt for poor people or people who are using their small amounts of money to kind of try and make a little extra, doing the same things that rich people who just have the game kind of made for them. Yeah, it's not, even, it's not rigged. It's not just a rigged game. It's a game they specifically designed. Right. It, it's a game they designed in order to make sure that they always win. And they've got 600-some people in Washington ensuring that that stays that way. Honestly, the amount of Bezos apologism I've been seeing on Reddit recently is kind of disgusting is people like oh look he stepped down he he understands how much damage his union busting was doing and he's like well let me just walk away and definitely not continue to make absurd amounts of money while still having decision making power in the background but not act but my name's not on the project my name's not front and center anymore look how good a soldier i am right who would actually fucking think that amazon's union busting would stop like the only thing that might be happening is he's stepping down as like a, a a way to to distract from the the serious investigations that have gone on into not just the union busting but also just like practices Amazon has always been doing, you know, like not paying their drivers. Yeah, in case in in the off chance the other shoe does drop, now he's got some plausible deniability. Right. The guy's still like what, the second richest dude in the world because Elon Musk's stock in tesla is <laughs> funny is, enough yeah yeah is completely overvalued right, well and, that, and actually that the funny thing is market experts are saying oh no that tesla bubble is perfectly stable actually and yeah. that's why uh elon we should definitely respect elon musk because uh it, while his while the gamestop bubble was obviously doomed to obviously fail for sure, sure his bubble is uh 
well held up and should be made of his bubble is made of magical super bubble stuff that can't be popped yes this is a steel bubble but yeah talking about bubbles like gamestop though that is uh, the funny thing so uh that is uh, and that's of course the story of the week as it were or the month is uh, and game not just gamestop amc was the other one that they uh kind of messed with because theaters were dying too and and the theaters were it seemed like a sure shot for these shorters so like oh perfect yeah amc you know- big theater definitely gonna go under just as like a as a person who doesn't really know a goddamn thing about stocks, I will say anybody who comes for movie theaters, go fuck yourselves. Like I get it, the the popcorn's overpriced, you know the floors are sticky, but like fuck off. That's like the only place I can go for like a reasonably priced date to just like hang out, watch a nice movie for two hours, and then go home to buy shitty life again. So fuck off, anybody who's trying to take away movie theaters. Yeah, but it's in the pandemic. Oh, you can just watch everything at home. So we better. So we can definitely take advantage of that. And I don't want to be home anymore. Opportunity to actually get the fuck out of the house once this thing is over. I don't want to be at home anymore. Yeah, I just want to get the fuck out of the house every once in a while. It's kind of like going to a bar to drink. You know, it's, yeah, it's more expensive, but. It's something different, right? It's, and it, it, it's that environment shift, you know. And and also, I mean, bars are one of the other ones that have, there's been a lot of shorting on smaller local bars too. But that's a whole different. Th- usually, those companies don't have stock, but the ones that do, there has been a lot of shorting on bars and restaurants. God damn it. Anyways, basically, with uh, GameStop and AMC specifically, the ones, the story of the, the flavor of the month, as it were, somewhere along the way, while the companies did that whole, we're going to sell you this stock that we know is going to fail, you're, you're our middleman, our money laundering guy, uh, don't worry about it, they, and they, they hand off this stock. A uh, bunch of people on a subreddit, Wall Street Bets, that we've mentioned before, who uh, are a- absolutely, like, they're still pretty shitty people. Like and that there, yeah, there are a bunch whatever. of edge lords who like to basically. Uh, they say the R word. They are walking dick jokes a lot yeah. of times. They they say the R word. They you know maybe they have some they're sexist people, but that, I think so. Say it happens to AMC first. These guys recognize that AMC is getting shorted before they recognize GameStop's getting shorted. I think if the assholes like uh, Cooperman. Uh, see that they're trying to pick up uh, AMC stuff, they're going to make fun of people like me and be like, oh, you know, this failed college student or whatever, instead of saying like, oh, it's people living in their basement playing video games like what they did with GameStop. I don't care if they're good people or if you think that characterizing them as incels is going to make your point better. It doesn't change the fact that the stock manipulation that follows the 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 rise in price of GameStop doesn't change the fact that billionaires basically had their safety blanket ready for them. Mm-hmm. Basically, a bunch of uh, people on this offensive subreddit that has been painted with a very negative brush, especially recently because they did this. They uh, they said, "Hey, while the short is going on, let's go ahead and." buy a bunch of GameStop stock as individuals. We're going to pump this company's numbers up. Same with with AMC. We're literally going to, while these billionaires are trying to wait for the company to collapse, force it to thrive instead. And um, they uh, go and en masse buy a bunch of this stock as individual people. So suddenly it's uh, multiplying by dozens of times in value. And these hedge funds and rich people still have to return the borrowed stock. So all of a sudden they can't they, they, they can't just uh buy undercut 
the person who they sold it to in the first place, they have to buy it back at a, at a loss. And uh, what that leads to is these hedge funds covering the difference and losing billions of dollars. Yeah, anytime a rich guy loses money, I'm pro that shit. The funny thing is it got so out of hand. These uh, people, buy, these individuals, these uh, standard normal people buying stocks got so bad that the stock trading app Robinhood, which is ironically named, it literally said – uh, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. We need to shut down trading of these companies for a bit because uh, because of reasons. It's, we got reasons. And they're eventually because – and I don't usually praise our governmental system, but eventually the law did step in and say, no, you can't just stop selling certain stocks because you don't want to. Um, but there was, a, there was a little gap there where, Robin Hood, where the app Robinhood literally shut down trading of these companies. These conditions are awful. How does King John expect us to live like this? I have no idea. My family is already taking turns eating. I have every dirt midis meal. Oh, didn't you guys hear? King John planned to prohibit entry to a local tavern, then buy it up when we couldn't keep its doors open anymore. But a bunch of us banded together to keep the tavern afloat, and now it's costing him loads of money. He'll have to compromise soon. Hail, good villagers! I have arrived! Oh, it's Robin Hood! It's the champion of the poor and downtrodden! Surely he's come to join our efforts to save the tavern and stick it to that no-good King John! Well, not exactly. You see, my merry men and I have come to a realization. King John is king for a reason. The whole fiasco of you making a tavern profitable when he planned to undercut it and force it to collapse is... Really quite inconvenient for the kingdom. I'm not sure I'll follow. Uh, are you saying we should be trying to take a more active role in undermining his profits? Oh, wait, wait. Maybe you're, what you're saying is that we should be organizing to ensure that his control over our entire village is undone. No, no, no. I was actually thinking you should stop interfering with the tavern altogether. As such, my merry men and I have put up a barricade to prevent any of you from approaching. Also, I have petitioned his royal highness to make the punishment for taking his profits a month in the stockade. Uh, wait, what happened to stealing from the rich and giving to the poor? Yes, well, that wasn't working out for me and my merry men. While the whole democratizing the taverns and fighting for the common peasant stuff was great for PR, there are limits. And seeing that you're all anti-Norman racist and intent on oppressing the royals despite their uplifting so many of you from the mud sacks you place sticks in, I can hardly align myself and my band with your foolish cause. After all, King John is the man with the power. So who's gonna stand up for us now? We're starving out here. See it as a boon. The more that you starve, the less John needs to do to provide for you little people. And as more of you die off, you should be free to take what little the dead once had. I feel for you, but I need to think about my own future. Clearly, you aren't all very good at standing up for yourselves. And I'm tired of fixing your problems for you. Anyway, my guys should have finished ransacking your homes, so I think our tete-a-tete -tete is done. Fare thee well, peasants! Oi, when did he become such a dick? So I, I saw um, Robin Hood is partially owned by a place called Citadel, and Citadel also has 
interest in Melvin Capital, who was the big short seller. Yep, the ones who uh, lost yeah. over two billion in the course of a week. And then Janet Yellen also took eight hundred grand for a speech to Citadel. So yeah, it's all it's all connected. A bunch of bunch of uh, rich people and corporations trying to protect their interests, and uh, usually it goes in their favor. But for once, because a bunch of people rallied together, it didn't. And uh, that's kind of what this the the moral of this story is: is Wall Street bet shows. This, I don't think the stock market is the way to win, but it is really funny to see this happen. Right. But if, it's still it's a parable of the general idea: if a bunch of people organize to actively combat the goings on of the wealthy, we can actually make a difference. We can impact things. And it's you know if uh, I mean it's not like we're going to bankrupt the hedge funds, but if we bankrupt because if you bankrupt one hedge fund, two spring up in its place. It's the nature of the beast. Right. But and they'll get a cash in, cash infusion or whatever. Oh yeah. They have all our, Uncle Sam will be like, oh you you poor rich. people people you got really screwed over by the system that you normally manipulate here's a bunch of money to to make sure that you can continue to thrive funny enough that's kind of what happens with airports a lot of times is they are shorted and then after the short happens they know that the government's going to buy them back out so that they so they don't mind being shorted and they just lean into it are you telling me that's what led to like 50 billion dollars that to went to american airlines in march the, the, i'm gonna be upset there were, american airlines really upset. had a lot of shorts taken out against it before that happened i, I won't say that's exclusively the reason but well yeah the pandemic and, and travel restrictions will do some of that but jesus christ no there was sh- shorting took place because you, you got to ah. profit on the misery of the masses don't you and then of course the government has to spend that money to keep these failing businesses alive rather than actually take care of its citizens is anyways i um, fucking hate this country i'm sorry it, no you're Death fine man America. um basically uh after a while after wall street bets started to uh have enough impact uh reddit literally showing its corporate colors you know and flying in the face of its we're all about the will of the people started uh putting its vote uh voter algorithm uh into sway in full force so that wall street bets posts with 50 60k upvotes wouldn't even hit the front page of all while there were literal uh ads on the front page about now's the time to sell your stock you know look at all this money you can make if you sell this gamestop stock right now just just to dump it don't worry now's the time don't think twice i mean to some extent, maybe it worked, but also there's, especially with the way that GameStop and AMC dipped so heavily all at the same time, there's it's it's definitely suspect and uh, potentially leading people to a you know a fear mongering approach to make sure that the stock market can go back to benefiting only the rich people like it's supposed to do. One thing that I I was interested by this. The stock market as a – not just as like a measurement, but as like – that's like what our economy is now, right? Because we don't have industry, the stock market, devoid of any connection to real life, devoid of any connection to really what is a productive enterprise. They have to protect it because it's the only thing that's keeping uh, this country alive right now. The We're still at, on the low end, 10% unemployment, massive amounts of people – on the edge of houselessness there's going to be a reckoning and i think the the fear that was shown by so many people on wall street and so many lawmakers this is the first time in quite a while that they've actually shown themselves to give a shit about anything and it's not Absolutely. it's not the well-being of the people it's literally oh no suddenly billionaires are losing money and you know they'll they'll do the concern trolling thing where it's like well there are people with iras who are going to lose their money there are people who have 
their retirements in short funds, which is a stupid thing, but they, they're going to lose all their money. You know, they'll do the thing where they say, well, this is going to be lead to market volatility, which is going to lead to another bubble burst like in 08. And I'm like, then why do we do this shit? This is the kind of thing, the exact sort of thing that led to 2008, 2009, the, the big short that led to the housing market bubble. Like that shit was exactly like what they were doing to and what they are doing to brick and mortar shops now, right? Yeah, but it was it was it wasn't condemned then because it was not it wasn't a bunch of common Americans, it was a few very rich people and hedge funds. Right. People who are probably just as shitty and racist and misogynist as anybody who you might selectively pluck out of the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Yeah, but without any of the the uh, stigmata of being a poor person right. out beforehand. And that's the thing. A lot of these Wall Street Street Bets guys, they aren't qualified. I wouldn't qualify them as poor, but no. uh, I wouldn't qualify them as part of the rich people. They're just they're people who have enough wealth to actually do this in the first place. Leading into this whole collapse of these stocks, it took a bunch of uh, people out in Congress – and uh, media focus of the political landscape. A bunch of Republicans, for sure, were just like, oh, this the, the whole idea that poor people can buy stock and manipulate the market like this is unethical, it's unlawful, completely overlooking the hypocrisy that that's literally what happens every time rich people play this game. You don't see the centrist Democrats praising the uh, collapse of billionaires. They're just like, eh, well, we don't want to say we love the billionaires, but we do, so we're just going to keep our mouths shut I mean, These assholes are the ones who repealed Glass-Steagall, so it's not like they're going to... Although it would be hilarious if now is the time where they want to do market regulation. Is like, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we realize that we should have been uh, a bit more interested in regulating the markets. We need to regulate it so that people can't do anything on the markets unless they're super rich. Well, and that's honestly that would be the dream of Democrats and Republicans alike is being able to just mask off, say, if you're poor, then you you, you uh, the market isn't for you. It's it exists solely to oppress you. We now go live to Balaclavaville City Hall, where the mayor has called a press conference. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I called you here to announce the unprecedented legal action I'm taking to ensure that the free market continues to thrive. Mr. Mayor, will you be creating regulations that prevent hedge funds from gambling with people's retirement money? Mr. Mayor, will you open free and fair securities trading where the common citizen has the same access to the market as billionaires? Mr. Mayor, will you completely remove the stock system as a way of discerning our city's wealth? Oh, God, no, no, none of that. On the contrary, I intend to push forward legislation that makes it illegal for anyone whose net worth is under $1 million from profiting in the stock market. That way, the billionaires funding our fine businesses can continue to benevolently select which enterprises deserve to thrive and which deserve to fail. Uh, wait, I I'm confused. How are you going to put something like that into action? Oh, it's simple. Any individuals who have a lower net worth will be referred to in this bill as a poor. All the poors will be unable to invest in stocks in the traditional sense. Rather, they will have a tax added to their paychecks specifically intended to go to hedge fund managers. This money will be used to prop up the businesses that out-of-touch elites think are best for the common citizen. They have absurd amounts of money, so clearly they have the best interests of the economy in mind. 
Mr. Mayor, what about people who don't want to support the stock market? Will there be an option to opt out? Oh, of course, certainly. Anyone who doesn't want to pay their stock market taxes, of course, free to go straight to prison. Of course, some of the profits of the free labor they provide for the city will naturally feed into that stock market tax. So, rather than the stock market being a broken economic construct designed to give common folks a modicum of false hope that they can rise above poverty with clever investing, you're removing the casino aspect completely and instead making it one more way to keep everyone under the thumb of the mega-wealthy? Well, that's very well put. You see, recent events have shown how dangerous the common people can be when they organize. Our fine city won't stand for it anymore. When our local billionaires can't decimate the dreams of people whenever they please, it sends a bad message. All of this false hope is too dangerous, and we need to put a stop to it before businesses start succeeding or failing based on merit. Why, if that happens, it could lead to an economic collapse so drastic, the poors could own the majority shares of enterprises. Who knows what would happen if the layman had that kind of control? Better schools and hospitals? Social safety nets for people in poverty? A contented people capable of having access to all basic needs as a human right? Why, exactly. It would be a completely unacceptable hellscape. As such, these new stock market regulations are just the beginning. Why, in the coming weeks, I plan on unleashing new labor laws to ensure none of the poors can ever hit a threshold that allows them to participate in the market. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Thank you for your time. The man will be taking no further questions. It's amazing that in one of the biggest economic and political stories of a good long maybe not maybe i don't want to say well i guess of the decade because the decade has only been a year so far <laughs> but uh, um in, in, in what this is definitely year -long a decade. very major news and uh political story people like nancy pelosi just haven't said a fucking word because they know that anything they say would be a foot and mouth situation honestly that's pretty they know, good they for know exactly where their loyalties lie she's done pretty good to not step in it honestly because she fucking would Everything she is about oh. is exactly the kind of assholes, who, like the Cooperman guy, like the people who are so fucking upset that people of less means than them, which are not poor people, but maybe they'll think that way, uh, have any in impact on the market. It, it, it's, been a, it's been a very cl uh, clear moment of uh, politicians showing where their loyalties lie because such a small, small, small margin have actually said, good, this is what the stock market was intended to be, was a gamble. And finally, someone who's not rich is uh, winning on this gamble. Yeah. I Like you said earlier, though, I think that it's important to be like, this isn't going to be the path, right? Oh, no. Like, yeah, it's we're fun not to gonna... take, take some solace in like seeing a few rich people shit their pants. Love that. Love that. Yeah, but it's no, it's not gonna, it's not going to ultimately shift the the uh, economic landscape at all. Well, I don't even know we if I to... say that. I think that that's possible. I think that this just isn't going to be the the way that it ends. Like uh, there have been people who are like, you shouldn't have any belief in this. People who I who I respect and who are you know share similar politics things that I believe in that are like, you shouldn't believe in any of this. This is dumb. This is very silly. And I'm like, fine. But it does kind of, it is kind of like an awakening moment. And I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with drawing some extra hope out of a situation like yeah. this, giving you know, using it as a, a a beacon that things can get better. Right. Even if it's not going to get better through this exact thing, 
It, it, like we're not going to have a group on Reddit or a Discord that's going to be able to tell us which stocks to buy to fuck over capitalism because capitalism will rally or will block you from having that capacity. But it does kind of show that like if you do have a Discord or a Reddit where you're talking to people about like your problems and how you know there are clear enemies uh, not to say that that can't also be kind of used in a bad way it also exists that you could show that people can organize and make some kind of impact and and also i mean there's always the possibility that if shorts get like this get undermined often enough our government might take steps to change the law to make it very blatant the stock market isn't for you you're meant to be oppressed by it and if that if those kinds of laws are getting instituted that could force people to wake up and say wait so capitalism is specifically meant to oppress me and uh it, i mean I, I don't have a lot of faith in the common person because i'm i just assume everything's going to get worse forever but there's always the possibility that if things get bad enough quickly enough by one big swooping law that just goes – I hate to use this phrase because it's kind of dumb, but mask off, then you know people might say, maybe I shouldn't uh, keep supporting this whole capitalism thing. Maybe we should, What's that socialism thing you're mentioning? Maybe, maybe I'll listen a little more to the, what it means and not just hear the word and start plugging my ears and going la, 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 la. Right, yeah. It's in these kinds of moments that we have to be be ready to like talk to people about – how organizing as a group and how recognizing capitalism as an enemy, that kind of stuff. Think about talking to people in a way that's going to bring about some sort of collective, if not consciousness, at least kind of like leave the seed there. Yeah, isn't it great that all those people banded together to fuck over some billionaires? Hey, remember whenever everybody kind of got into this meme stock and fucked over some people? How hilarious is that? It's it's a good place to start a conversation, if nothing else, right. an opportunity to. I mean, I've definitely started slowly leaking my politics into some people at work who have been talking about how they were they thought it was funny it fucked over some rich people, and I'm like, yes, yes, yeah, it is. Uh, it is definitely enjoyable to see that there is. I think class consciousness is just becoming in not just because of this, but in in general, a more uh, forefront ideology in a the average person's uh, purview in their average window of observation. Class consciousness is no longer a uh, outsider's perspective; it's becoming the new norm. Yeah, I hope so. And the more we see that, the sooner we can actually start trying to reshape our country to benefit everybody and not just literally one percent of the population. Yeah. Or less. But now at least, if someone wants to try to talk to you about the fundamentals of the economics and why why the stock market really is so important and needs to be upheld in its institution of keeping rich people rich, you have some idea of what these stock market terms mean, hopefully, based on uh, this little discussion we've had. And it'll give you somewhere to start if you ever need to uh, openly engage with someone who has turned their brain off and just says stock's good, herder. I don't know. It's just we just thought it was important for uh, for us to have a quick little chat about what actually is even happening. Knowledge is power, or something like that. <laughs> Knowledge That's, is uh, power, which is why I am so fucking weak. But uh, at the same time, hopefully, this whole episode is obsolete at some point in the future because the stock market not being a thing anymore would just be a good that would be a nice thing. thing. That would be a really nice thing. I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think so. As always, thank you so much for listening. We've been the Unsociablists, and uh, this has not been financial advice.
Absolutely not. Don't do not buy or sell any stocks based on anything we have said here. If you want to buy or sell stocks, do it of your own volition. You're gambling with your own money. We don't endorse it, but go nuts. Yeah. It's your money. Have fun. Love and solidarity. Love and solidarity, y'all. I care. That's it. It's just a way of attacking wealthy people. I care. And, you know, I think it's inappropriate. We all got to work together and pull together. Pull together. Pull together. That's it. The reason the market is doing what it's doing is people are sitting at home getting the checks from the government. Government, government, government. Okay? And this fair share is a bullshit concept. Bullshit concept. Bullshit concept. Bullshit concept.